on my mobile. Hey, what's hey, up, everyone? Live. This is Jason Tucker, and this is Dirty Water Cooler, episode number 230. Today's topic is one that we don't usually talk about here on WP Water Cooler, but we thought we'd talk about it anyhow, and it is Design is King. Steve, thank you very like much for the topic idea. We really appreciate it, and and, uh, and that you were able to come up with that all by yourself. We couldn't get the Web King today? I'm sorry. We tried, and the <laughs> address kept bouncing. It was really weird. I think we're actually supposed to say... Design is the ruler and keep it gender neutral, but you know what else? I, I also don't it was, think we it was it was an intentional play on words. I don't think we All had right. the audio I don't think we had the audio right to the Web King's music. I think that's why he couldn't be on the show. He's yeah, we don't have the rights to that MIDI file, yeah. <laughs> yeah he's around the real quick, get everyone introduced. Chris Ford, <laughs> tell us a little bit about yourself. Who are you My people? Chris Ford. I am the sole proprietor of Creativity Included, and we are, well, I am actually in the middle of a rebrand to uh, move away from client projects and start design coaching. Nice. Uh, and if you're in the Southern California area and you already have a ticket, I will be speaking at WordCamp Orange County on June 10th to 11th. Yay. Awesome. Good to have you on. How about you, Jason? Hey, I'm Jason Cosper. Uh, I work at WP Engine as the developer advocate, and I will also be speaking at WordCamp Orange County. Yay! We're seeing a pattern here. John, how about you? Uh, I'm John Brown. I run a company called Nine Seeds that focuses on custom WordPress development um, and has managed to redesign its own website a couple times in the last eight years uh, with business. Um, and like everybody else, uh, I will be at WordCamp Orange County uh, in a couple of months. Yay! Awesome. <laughs> Robert, how about you? Uh, my name is Robert Gilmer. I'm with Shiny Nine Web Design. I too will be with or at uh, WordCamp Orange County, and I am now the lead organizer of WordCamp Las Vegas. Woohoo! Sweet. Good to have you on. Russ, speaking of Vegas. Yeah, hey, uh, I'm Russ. I work at Web Dev Studios. Um, I found out that I'm having a baby, so I handed uh, WordCamp <laughs> over to. Thank you. I found out uh, last week. I handed WordCamp over to Robert. He's going to do a familiar and awesome job with it. I will also be at Orange County. I will be speaking and in Plug and Palooza. Take that, everybody else. Yay! Oh, yeah, Plug and Palooza. Sarah, what about you? Hi. Uh, I'm Sarah Weefald. I'm the production project manager person at Zeke Interactive, and I also facilitate the Orange County WordPress Design Meetup, which is the first Monday of each month. And I'm also on the organizing committee for WordCamp Orange County. Yay! Awesome. <laughs> How about you, Say? Hi! Uh, I just wanted to say it like that. That's so fun, bright. Uh, I am, I don't know what that drum in the background is, but that's good. Terrible. Um, I make WordPress, teach WordPress, preach WordPress uh, on all the things at Say Read Media. I will not be at WordCamp Orange County because that's Yay. my birthday. Oh. I, uh, not that I don't like totally want to spend my birthday with all of you guys because I do, but I don't want to spend my birthday at the Cove. <laughs> I just don't want to spend it in Orange County. But all your friends are going to be there. Say, not say, not say, all say, of them. There's, there's, there's a contingent outside of WordPress. They we are your only friends. Then. Say is yeah, a Gemini. Say is a Gemini. The after party. Everything. It explains all the things. I was going to say, do we have to cancel the after party title to after party slash say's birthday? Like now we have to get rid of oh. that? Oh. Well, maybe I'll come to the after party. <laughs> we'll change the banner. <laughs> 
Steve, what about you, man? I am Steve Zink, and I'm the, I'm the founder of Zeke Interactive. I lead the OC WordPress Meetup, and I Are am the you? lead organizer of WordCamp Orange County, which will be June 10th and 11th, and we're working on a t-shirt cannon. Woohoo! Awesome. T-shirt cannon, it's gonna be awesome. <laughs> I'm Jason I, Tucker. I just, oh. You can find me over at Jason Tucker on Twitter, and my blog is JasonTucker.blog. I also do another podcast here on the WP Water Cooler Network called WP Blab. We do that on Thursdays at seven o'clock at our new time. Do we, we have a network? WP Water Cooler is a network. Yeah, network. We have three Did different shows on this Did network. Did you get your royalties? Oh wait, shit. Was I not I split eight dollars. Okay, eight dollars is really difficult to split. I I didn't sign my uh, video release. Is that going to be a problem, Jason? <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it. Your face is going to be all. Blah, blah, blah. Your mom's face is going to be all. Blah, blah, blah. Like for the longest time, Steve didn't even know that this was being streamed on the internet. He just thought we were all hanging out and talking. So it, it's really cool that he was actually able to figure out that this is a podcast Wait, and it's on YouTube what? as well. Jason, yep. you never told me that. <laughs> so Sorry. let's talk a little bit about Design is King. So what the <laughs> I, I actually was the one kind of coming up with this topic and figuring it out. Steve's the one that came up with the awesome uh, title for it. And what, what we wanted to kind of discuss a little bit is, um, you know, you always have those, those people's websites that you go onto their site and they're a web designer or a web developer, and their website's awful looking. And you're just thinking, wow, like, the, like I mean, you still have the marquee tag on there. You still have, have all this stuff that's on there. And you're just like, oh, the my blink. gosh, really? The blink and marquee? And it's just like, wow. The counter in the there, there's, a, there's a button on the corner that says, you know, look at this in VRML. Like, whatever it is, way back in the day. Wait, but the key thing to know is that they're not, they're not being ironic about it. Right, exactly. They're not. That's and the so difference. that's the difference. So what, what I'm curious about is, um, you know, do those types of sites still convert? Are you still getting people to actually become your customers? And if you have a really good looking web design, are you scaring them because it's so good looking that you're just like, oh, I wasn't looking to have you know, a Facebook built good. for me. Yeah, I was looking for something else. I have That's a, a, a <laughs> If you, uh, I just put it in the show notes. It's actually uh, from a really, uh, from a little bit of a while ago. Uh, you guys can all check it out there. It's on WP Engine. It's great. Dang, that's awesome. Good, good job. I'll make sure to put that in the show notes. Please do. So, I know that I know that you guys, you know, to, especially you were saying, John, earlier that you've redesigned your site a few times. Um, what was the reasoning why you wanted to redesign it, and is it something because you, you know, were you weren't getting enough customers, or you just wanted to change it up, or were you cowboy coding one night? What was going on? Well, that's cowboy coding one night was probably how it started, but um, no, like we had identified that our our site site looked dated, and that was probably discouraging clients, but that was the issue. Um, the the dirty secret is that that we then started that turned it into like an internal skunk works project where we're going to be really fancy with how we did it. And we're going to use a bunch of new tools for it. And I think I worked on it for like 18 months, maybe two years before it finally launched. Um, and it, then it was like, what the heck? It, Cause it was always a back burner project, right? Like yep. It's a whole thing where if you had all the budget in the world and you had all the time in the world, you'd love to throw a team on it for a couple weeks and just knock it out. But I think, most creative would, agencies, <laughs> phones, they just they don't have the, the John. To to John, th yeah. this thing looks this thing looks great, man. I remember the old nine seed site, oh, and this 
this thing just looks amazing. I think really honestly, it's not just a matter of money and time in terms of like, you know, you want a team to send that to, but when it's your own site, um, this is what I find all the time. I'm like, wait, but I want to use this thing and I want to use this thing. I'm like my own client from hell trying to like fit all the things on there. And um, that's, that's, you also want it to be perfect because it's your thing. And then usually yeah. the couple's children have no shoes. Yes, right. exactly. Yeah. But, and in this case, it was like we started off shoes. with the pants and grunt, and then we're like, oh, let's switch to gulp and all of these back end technologies that were like, let's build it this way. And then it was like nobody could work on it because nobody knew that stuff back then. Right. You just like try it out. You're like, I'm going to use this. My, my main site has yeah. like 75 plugins in it. It's really bad because yeah. I use it as like my test land for everything. And it's just like, no one well, should ever I, look at that site. That's <laughs> <laughs> but, but that's the thing is that is that if you are trying to get cl uh, customers, you know, clients because of you know you have a great looking website, no one's gonna want to you know uh, be your client because they're gonna look at it and say, "Gosh, like this is awful." Like you can't even make your own website look good. And you look right. in the portfolio and you're like, "Wow, the portfolio is great," but like, do you not have enough time to spend a little bit of marketing efforts to make your site look good? Well, I mean, and people thing, don't even get to the portfolio if the site is too ugly. They just turn, they just move away. Or I don't it's have right? just like a, a CTA screen where it's like, I do great work. Contact me. Here's a dribble link. I'd rather see that than a really crappy website. Yep. When yeah. we were planning yeah. ours out, that was Sarah. actually a, a Sarah, thing. what do you have to say about this? Sarah. <laughs> Thank you. So I, mean, I, I, I see what I think is. Sarah, <laughs> sorry. So I, I feel like there's a, an impulse when you're trying to build an agency site to kind of throw everything that you possibly can at it because you feel like you're talking to other developers. So like, I should have all of the most cutting edge technology and I should be using all the latest JavaScript frameworks because that's the, the hot newness, right? But what it really comes down to is that when people are coming to your website, they don't really care about that. They want to find out how what you do is going to solve their problem. They don't really yeah. care about you at all. Well, that's a good point. Like when we when we planned out our redesign, like we we talked about it. Like the, the back end stuff was because we're geeks at heart, we're developers at heart. But in terms of planning the site, like we recognize that the clients we talk to, we sell. Um, and that for us getting in contact with them and scheduling a call was was the critical aspect. If they went how many people plan it though? How many people do you know who are designers who just like fire up whatever they prototype a site in and start designing without even thinking about it? Oh, a lot do that. But for us, it was like deliberate. If they went to our portfolio, they saw examples. We wanted to minimize that because we just wanted to talk to them about what their exact needs were. And we knew that's how we converted. That's why our site is just a big giant call to action. You can dig into it. But. I'm, I'm going to speak to the designers in the room for a minute. Form follows function, correct? Yeah. yeah. Right? So, yeah. so what you do first is decide what, what, what is your purpose, right? What, what are you designing? What are you trying to do? What, what does your sales funnel look like? So what, where are you trying to drive your traffic? What is your call to action? And that's what you have to define first before you start to apply design to it. So if you start designing first, you, you've missed a big step. The well, site that I have right now is is pretty outdated, but I'm kind of proud of the fact that when I designed it, I went through the same process I did with my clients, and 
it didn't start sucking until five years later when it's just, you know, the style <laughs> it has, it's been up for five years and I just got to the point where I'm like, I really kind of need to update this thing. It doesn't reflect who I am as a designer anymore and what the priorities of my business are anymore. Maybe that's part of it too, you know, because I feel like we as, as tech people have to keep learning so much as designers, things are changing. Like this is a really fast moving industry. We all know that. So, you know, our sites are out of date in like, especially in our minds for after six months or a year. So because it's hard to keep up with that, with our own knowledge, our own trends, our own skill sets, I think that that's part of it. I just kind of like, you know, I'll just leave it over there. It's fine. I don't need any more clients anyway. Is this, wait, wait, wait. Is this truly a fast-moving industry? Yes, absolutely. Are you? You? I, is yours? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know that I buy into that, right? Because I'm thinking about our, putting myself in our client's shoes. Right? Yeah. Our clients do not consider this a fast-moving industry. And that's I do. They don't. Uh, that is not true. I, I, I have to completely disagree with that. All of my clients are like, they, they, I don't maybe, even maybe from a technology it aspect, it's fast moving, but good design has been good design since Massimo Vignelli right. came. What is, what is our primary, what is our primary okay, tool for design? Right, fast is, moving what, and overwhelming technically are different things. What is, what is the, what is the primary tool for design? It's Photoshop, right? How Your long mom. has Photoshop, right? How long has Photoshop been around? Since the dawn of time. Since I was in high school. Photo, photo, wow. That's great. Okay. <laughs> Photos. True facts. So, oh, so we, we actually at WebDev, we use this thing called like uh, Invisalign or, or something like that where we mock up. Those are braces. That's the, yeah, that's it. That's the clear. <laughs> okay, anyway, so, so we mock up everything over there and like it's not really Photoshop as much as like it's a it's a wireframe and it's something that it's we It's a prototyping on. application. Right. Yeah, so, so we prototype everything there. We get approval and then we'll start the design process. But I mean, I think even we put like a month, a month and a half into doing that and getting all that laid out before we write one line of code. And that is the planning process, which is which always, not always, but which is often missed. Well, I, I think it's actually often missed for our own sites. Uh, I think that's, well, maybe that's what Chris was saying we don't do, but I feel like I think I do. I'm just like, just put it together. I don't necessarily take that time to do it because, you know. I, I think that the planning process is critical, and you're right to call it out, Steve, but I think of it as part of the design process. Yeah. Like, I think of that as the beginning of the design process. So when you say, don't start with the design, I think you do start with the design, but the first phase of design is prototyping, discovery. wireframe. No, the um, first phase of design is discovery. <laughs> yes. You, you are right. You are right, John. Yes. It, is part, it is part of the process. But until you talk to the client and you find out what their business needs are and you sit down with, you know, if you're fortunate enough to have an entire team talk about why they want to do what they do, it doesn't make any sense to even prototype because you don't know you're stumbling around in a dark room trying to hit the right light switch and you don't have any idea where to go. But okay, so the thing is, is that the topic today is about the other side of it, is that you are trying to attract attract a, a client by having a site that actually looks good, that actually has some functionality to it, that maybe has a contact form that somebody could fill out so they can actually contact you, might have your phone number in the corner, might have some of these things in here where if you're not looking at your own site, you're kind of going like, oh man, like why am I not getting any leads? Um, well, it's probably because your website isn't that great and you haven't spent any time being your own client 
kind of optimizing now, that site. Now, I don't know. I, the Web King might be getting different kinds of leads, right, that Zeke doesn't attract. Well, right? there may, there's, a, there's an ask for every seat. The thing yes. is also is that, is that clients don't know that what is necessarily good design. Um, so they see someone's site out there, and they're like, well, they, you know, they assume they're doing well. They don't even know if they're doing it right or whatever, but they're like, that site looks good. And so I want to be like that person. And so that they like, you know, want to go in that direction, even though that might not be a good site. And that can be really frustrating. So, I'm sorry. I'm, 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 I'm laughing at the chat. I apologize to our audience. Um, I'm ignoring um, the chat. Some, somebody, who is, somebody who is going to buy from somebody who has a crappy design website may be shopping for price, right? So they right. may be looking for uh, a, a couple hundred dollar website that is just not, not the right fit for an, a, a, an agency. I also think, though, that you know when you think of like of plugins and you go to like see an example of a plugin maybe they're just using a generic you know uh, underscores theme to demonstrate the functionality of the plugin so maybe that site doesn't need to be you know the most amazing thing built on divi or wh whatever it is because <laughs> it's showing the functionality of the plugin not so much the site right. you know well and that's an interesting thing like we think uh, i think somebody said it like the clients aren't coming to your site looking for really cool bells and whistles sometime because you build basic things. We've had clients who are like, oh my God, your form is so amazing. I'm like, yeah, it's a conditional gravity form. It's, it's really not fancy. Um, but they're not, they're not looking for the things that we are as like cutting edge developers, right? We're like, oh, we're gonna do all this really cool stuff. I'm gonna build my whole form as like a front end React app. Well, clients don't care. No. Yeah, clients also don't care. It's really frustrating if you can have the awesomest back end and you can be like, this is going to solve all these business problems. They're like, yeah, 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 that's nice, but can you make that a little different? I have the, awesome, I have the <laughs> awesomest back end. <laughs> no, 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 no. You definitely do not. For, for some weird reason, it's in one of those seats you mentioned, right? <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the, 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 <laughs> oh, I derailed her. It's just, it's just, I can't. <laughs> so, didn't you have a story you were going to tell? <laughs> yeah, I mean, like when uh, when I was freelancing? Yeah, that's yeah. So I, I, yeah. Had, I, had a, I had someone I was working with locally that, you know, they came to me and they had a very sort of web 1.0 website where everything was on, like, everything was, every single function of the site was within like the 800 by 600 pixel sort of window that we were using maybe 10 years ago. And, um, you know, I, I tried to say like, okay, here's like a streamlined way we can just sort all of this out. And I showed her some of the preliminaries and she hated it and parted ways with me. And, you know, I, I checked the site the other day and it still, it still looks exactly the same. And, you know, it's just one of those things where I just, you know, it, I mean, not that it like makes me question like my design aesthetic, like you know, and it's not like I assume that my design all those years ago was perfect, but you know, does bad design still work for people? And you know, what is the threshold at which people feel compelled to to change their ways? I think yeah. there's. A, I think that's there's a pretty deep question. <laughs> point that out. We uh, could like get really deep into that. I, I think there's also that thing, though, that, to your credit, Sarah, is saying, like, you know, we, we want to help you. And, like, 
I think a lot of the times we say, you know, let's just put something up, let's get version 1.0 up, and then we'll we'll build on later. And I think a lot of the time it's saying, you know, how does this person want to portray their business? And maybe they don't even know. So how do you help somebody like that, you know? Often well, they don't know, I would argue, in fact. The, but the, well, the designer's job is client education. If you can't pitch your ideas, if you can't, talk to a client and tell them why it's a bad idea to have bad design, you're not much of a designer. I mean, that's your number one job is to be able to talk to a client. That's when I became a good designer. When I was a younger designer, it was like, shut up, it's cool, you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> totally, you know? totally agree, right, but because there, are, there are some clients out there that just don't value it. Yeah. They don't, right. and they will actually and challenge it. They'll be like, no, I want it like this because this makes sense to my brain. You're charging, you're well, charging what for design? You guys just put the Photoshop filter. Hopefully talking to them before you sign a contract and you can nope out of it. One thing that Chris Lemma said in uh, WordCamp Reno in 2013 that has always stuck with me is that you're not building your site for you, you're building your site for your clients, or you're not building your client site for them, you're building your client site for their clients. It's for the, yeah, it's for your customer's yeah. customer. That, I mean, that, has, that has always stuck in the back of my head. There's a other distinction here, like some you're building a site to be effective, not pretty, right? Like, ultimately the site has to have a functional purpose that's effectiveness in reaching a customer, and you have to convey that to the clients that, no, we're doing this because this is going to work, not because it's going to look good when you go look at it. The client's opinion is about the least important. I, I um, would much rather have a site that functioned and I, like processed yeah. my payments instead of like looking amazing and did nothing. But why do, why are those mutually exclusive? Why do we talk like not. you can pick one or the other? They're because not, I they're... hear that a lot where I would rather have it function than look good. Why, yeah, why can't you meet in the middle? Well, because we're not Chris Ford. <laughs> I, 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 I also, no, seriously, I, you have I, amazing talent. No, but I, the point is, is that there's a hierarchy, and you can't just look at pretty in the eyes of the client. You have to convey what is effective to, for the client. Well, That's wait, are you saying that I just, we shouldn't just be judging by looks? We should be there have like, been studies though into what's actually happening. That's like mind blowing. There have been studies, though, that people trust products that look good more than products that look like hell. You know, right. where people look at good design and they have automatic trust in your product or service because you look like you know what the hell you're doing. So, so where uh, good design services effectiveness, absolutely. Uh, but pretty for that. pretty sake doesn't. Yeah. yeah. Although yeah, sometimes um, I miss that theory of design because Probably. it seems like so, sometimes I feel like designers question. wanted a seat at the table so much that we minimized the we minimized the way things look. Cosper? Yeah. Um, no, I was gonna say like I um, I'll admit I'm hella shallow when it comes to picking uh, <laughs> plugins, themes, etc. Based on how the site looks, how the uh, WordPress.org plugin page looks for an actual plugin, um, just if if it looks, uh, you know, outside of the README, but also if that header graphic looks juvenile and kind of like shit. Sorry, Jason, for the explicit tag. It's um, but, it, it speaks to the professionalism, right? Yeah, exactly. It, are everything. 
I, I think I think uh, an attention to detail matters, and that yeah. attention to detail means a lot to me. And uh, if they don't have enough attention to detail to at least try to make something look good, I mean, just like lean on some cheap ass material design and and try to you know like plain you know bright color something um, instead of this uh, weird um, you know monkey logo that you've had your uh, cousin draw up like six years ago. I, I don't think that's shallow at all. I think that's typical. Yeah. And it kind of goes back to something that one of my um, my writing professors taught me in college is that if you can structure everything so that when you read through it, it looks really slick, uh, it doesn't really matter if you don't totally prove your point because everyone's going to come away thinking like, wow, this person can write. They can tell a story. Yeah. And it's kind of the same thing with your design. Like, if, if you can make sure that all of your design is totally buttoned down, that all of the information that, that your customer or whoever is looking at your site needs is there without them having to lift a finger to really find it, they're going to be like, wow, this person knows what they're doing. They can really solve my problem. It's like if you dress up for a, a talk, you know, people are automatically assuming that you have your, your crap together more so than if you go up there, you know, wearing slouchy jeans and a hoodie. They're just gonna, well, unless you're a tech guy, I guess that's not true at all. If you're a woman, I would say, if you're dressed up, they're gonna give you more credit. So it's, no. it's people, people are. That is a gender neutral comment. Yeah. Okay, well good, gender neutral. I just was thinking about, you know, Zuckerberg. Uh, I, 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 I just wanna back up for a second and, and saying that, that to, to my point of, of I'd rather have function over design is I'm looking at like my monthly mortgage and like what I have to pay and I would rather have it work and then build the design over time instead of having, you know, dumping all this money into design and then not being able to, to make that. I, I clearly understand how important design is and having a good product and brand trust. But like at the end of the day, as long as you're making money, you can keep designing away a later on down the road. That's what I was getting at, Chris. I, I I, Money I, over design, and I think it's I think it's a balance, right? Um, it, it, it really I think you need both function and good design for a good user experience. Well, I mean, isn't that specifically what UI design is? Like I that think, is what I think is. so. So you know, if you have good UI, that is because your functionality and your form are working together. That's it, and I, I'm actually excited because I feel like we're finally moving into a a world where that is really getting the focus that it deserves and needs and and that's become those those principles are becoming more widespread and things are getting cooler and operating better. I read something on Twitter the other day that in the next 5 years user experience is going to be the main differentiator even more so than features over products. Well, because well, there aren't a lot of, there aren't a lot of new ideas anymore so execution is what matters. 100%. Yeah, it's like, which app do you use to order dinner? It's like, which one's easier? Which one do you have to push less buttons in? Which one remembers your stuff? Like that, if they do the exact same thing, especially with apps, because there's so many apps that do the same thing. When I was just trying, I was just recommending an accounting app for a client this week. And, you know, I'm like, which one works better for you? Because they basically all have the same stuff. Which one clicks with your brain? And that's how people are making decisions. I gotta tell you, um, I, I I checked out uh, W3 Forms this week. So speaking about design, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm I am a diehard Gravity Forms user. I have been for a long time, but uh, I checked out W3 Forms, and it's it does 
kind of there's a lot of the same features, there's a lot of the same things, but WP Forms has a much better user experience. I'm I'm, I'm sold. Wow, see, you say that, and I'm like, I gotta go try that out because it's not the functionality. I've got the functionality, but if well, I could get my drag and drop and my time sh shaved down on, you know, how much, how long it takes me to build that form, I'm jumping shit. Sorry, guys. Check it. I'm telling you, check it out. I'm gonna. Okay, bye. <laughs> That's it. That's all I got. <laughs> well, I, I'm, I'm hoping I'm hoping that folks that are that are watching this episode that are either starting out starting out with their own uh, web development companies, they're trying to build out an agency, and they have a bunch of people that are working with them, or they're just somebody who's a great coder but they're a horrible designer. They go out and find a designer and spend some time and energy being your own client and really building your own your own site so it looks good and it attracts people to come to your you know come to your your company and say you know what not only do you build great functionality but you also have a good design and maybe I should hire you to kind of work with work on my project. Well, I would venture to say that you don't actually need to spend all that money on design anyway because there's these things called themes. Uh, that like work with WordPress sites that like kind of were like well designed already. So, right. And don't be afraid to talk to someone about trading because a lot yeah. of designers aren't very technical. Well. And in the past, I've said, "Hey, you suck at design. I suck at code. Let's swap." So I don't yep. spend eight hours trying to do something simple the same way you're spending eight hours trying to do something simple. We can, you know, I'll take on your design for. X amount of your hours and yeah. And Is that your, like a and sex to, and, to, and to your point, Chris, and to Cosper's point earlier, I was going to say to the plugin developers that listen to this show, both of them, um, if, <laughs> if you're it, have somebody uh, outside of your organization take a look at how you're presenting your plugin within the uh, within the codex. Is it called the codex anymore? Uh, within within. <laughs> Within the codex, because first impressions matter, and if you get the feedback that you don't have the right first impression, partner with a designer. Yep, exactly. Well, that's about it, folks. It's 11.30. I want to say thank you very much for all of you for being on the show today and hanging out with us, talking a little bit about design. We don't talk about design all that much on, on WP Water Cooler, so I wanted to make sure we can uh, get on here and kind of talk a little bit about that. You can go over to our website at wpwatercooler.com, click on the links there to subscribe. If you like this particular episode, hit the thumbs up button. We really appreciate it. Steve's just, uh, he's pointing at all different directions. I don't know. Good luck clicking on any of those things he's pointing at. But uh, yeah, make sure you do all that fun stuff. And um, if you like this type particular content, we do this as well on Thursdays. You can go check out that over at WP Lab. All right, guys. Talk to y'all later. On the, on the WP Water Cooler Network. It is a network. <laughs> Happy weekend. Bye.